Welcome to the Manifesting Mum podcast. My name is Gemma Bernad and I am the Manifesting Mum. Did you know there are 12 universal laws of manifestation? Nope, neither did I until recently. Now I'm on a 120-day manifesting mission to uncover, learn and share everything I can about how to create the life of my dreams and I want to empower you to do the same. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. This episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast is proudly brought to you by the Manifesting Mum free Facebook group, a community of like-minded, beautiful and inspiring mums who all want to create their dream life with courage and confidence. You can join that community by visiting thevillageformums.com.au forward slash the Manifesting Mum. I'd love to connect with you inside that community. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello Manifesting Mum community, welcome to episode number seven of the Manifesting Mum podcast. Three weeks into the podcast, just over three weeks into my 120-day manifesting mission and I can tell you we are fast approaching 1,000 downloads of this podcast, which is amazing. I cannot believe it. I just checked the stats before and cannot believe really how far reaching the podcast has been in such a short space of time. We've got people obviously from Australia, which is where I am from, the US, Canada, UK, Norway, Spain, um, Trinidad, Tobago, oh my goodness, so many, New Zealand, so many countries around the world, so many of you are listening to this podcast in its infancy and I am very, very humbled to be able to share the message with you and we're here for episode number seven, as I said, so episode number seven, I'm really excited to dive into this one today, I'm going to talk to you about the nine biggest manifesting mistakes that I see happening and that I know I myself have been doing and am very much work, working on refocusing. So I'm really excited to share those with you today. Now, I am just over a week out from finishing Tony Robbins' Unleash the Power from Within, and I am still sick. I am definitely getting better, but my voice is not 100%. So hopefully it will hold out for this podcast. I know it will hold out for this podcast episode, but that's probably why I sound a little bit funny anyway. But look, this last week has been incredibly uh, challenging because I have been so drained and just exhausted and trying to process everything and we've got so much going on in our life as well. I've just started working with an amazing coach over in the States, Jim Fortin, who I mentioned in episode number six of this podcast. We're doing, my husband and I are doing his transformational coaching program and we're only in week one of it and it's been pretty full on so far with the amount of work we've got to do. But, you know, it's going to be a life-changing experience. But, yeah, this week has, yeah, I've got to admit, it's this week, probably this last week's been tough and I've struggled with my normal routine and, you know, even trying to stay positive and uplifted and, you know, all the things that I like to feel have been a little bit more challenging than normal, but that's okay. You know, we have these, I don't know, blips if you want to call it, 
you know, in life and we've got to just sometimes be able to roll with it, really. And also just know that, I, I mean, I'd really believe each challenge each challenge provides an opportunity for growth and a lesson. And, you know, it's really good to kind of immerse ourselves in that and also be open to seeing that as well. And also just realizing that it's all relative. You know, I think, you know, you just really got to find the perspective in a situation, um, any sort of situation. I just want to share that with you uh, today. But really, as I said, what I'm here to talk about is the nine biggest manifesting mistakes. So let's just jump straight into this and let me just start sharing them with you and sharing what I've been learning about each of them as well. And I really hope that you can, I think you'll identify, you know, I think you're going to be able to identify with a lot of these and, you know, hopefully start to open your eyes a little bit to maybe where you are struggling a little bit with manifesting and, you know, deliberately creating that which you want. Okay, so let's go. Let's get straight into it. Number one. Okay. Now, let me just say before I go ahead, these are in no particular order. This is not like the biggest mistake or anything. I've just listed out nine of the biggest mistakes that I see happening, um, but in no particular order. Okay. So number one. All right. So the first mistake I see a lot of is not being clear on what you want. All right. Now, this really is aligned with step one of the manifesting process as well, and that is to decide on your outcome. But I generally see that we're not really very clear on what we want. And that uncertainty certainly doesn't help in the process. You know, sometimes we're a bit wishy-washy about things. You know, as I said, we're uncertain. There's not a lot of clarity. We don't know what to ask for. You know, we're just a little bit or a lot unclear on what it is we want. And some of this can be because, you know, we're not confident in asking for it. We don't believe we deserve it, which is, you know, actually kind of, to be honest with you, another mistake I see a lot of, which I'll talk about. But, you know, it really is this not being really clear. And it's so important. I've used this analogy before as well. So if you're part of the Facebook community and you've heard my lives, you will have heard me use this before, but I just think it's so important. You know, when you go to a restaurant and you order what you want off the menu, you don't just say to the waitress, you know, just give me the pasta. You actually ask for specifically what you want because you know if you ask for what you want, that's what you're going to get. Well, the same works when it comes to deliberately creating what you want. You have to be very clear about what you want. You've got to be very, very clear because if there's any ambiguity about it, then that leaves it open to interpretation effectively. You know, it leaves it open to for anything to kind of show up in the different flavors than it can show up. So it's really important that you get very, very clear on what it is that you want. You know, you be certain about you what you want. And this really comes down to the confidence you have, you know, in asking and deciding on that outcome. You know, be very, very clear. When I think about the things that I want to manifest – you know, whether that be a successful business or, you know, our dream home, you know, I'm very, very clear. I'm really, really clear on the specifics of what it is I want. I am, however, flexible and I often sort of say to myself, this is what I want, but if there is something better, then bring that along. So that kind of leaves some room for flexibility as well. All right. But 
If you are trying to manifest a successful business, don't just be clear and say, I want a successful business because what is a successful business? You know, you need to be clear on what a successful business for you looks and feels like in real life. You know, if you're looking or you're wanting to manifest health or weight loss or a relationship, um, you know, or any of those sorts of things, those key things, you know, be very, very clear on what it is that you want. Get really, really clear. Be confident. Be courageous to get clear on what you want. It's so important, okay? That vision that you have for your life that you want to deliberately create, you need to get clear on that. So important, okay? Because if you don't get clear on that, you don't know what it is that you're working towards, And that's really important, okay? So that's one of the first mistakes I see happening is people not being clear, really super clear on what you want, all right? Now, this flows beautifully into the next mistake I see because this is what people are really good at. Number two, people, we're really, really good at doing number two and this is a whopping big mistake, all right? So number two, on the list of the nine biggest manifesting mistakes is focusing more on what you don't want. How good are you at doing this? I am really good at doing this and I can tell you right now, my last week of being unwell has really made this super clear to me because the amount of times I have said over and over and over in my head and even said out loud to my husband, I don't want to feel sick anymore. I don't want to feel sick anymore. I don't want to feel sick anymore. I'm really good at saying that. What I haven't been really good at saying is I want to feel good. I want to feel healthy. I want to be healthy. So I've been focusing so much attention on what I don't want and it's just prolonged this illness. It's just prolonged this. We're so good, particularly when we look around our life and our circumstances and our, you know, our life is not reflecting what we want. What we're seeing is what we don't want. And so we're like, oh, I don't want this. I don't want stress in my business. I don't want to have, you know, a relationship that's not uplifting and loving I don't want to drive this car anymore. I don't want to live in this home anymore. I don't want my kids to do X, Y, Z. You know, we're so good at focusing on what we don't want. And what happens when we focus on what we don't want is that we continue to attract that. And the reason we continue to attract that is because we are still vibrating at that energy. One of the reasons anyway is that we're vibrating at that energy of what we don't want. And where our attention is, okay, is where our focus is. And where our focus is, is where our energy is. So, you know, if we're continuously focusing on what we don't want, then we're staying stuck in that same place. So one of the quickest things you can do is stop saying things like, I don't want this, I don't want that. Okay, doesn't mean that you can't have that thought. Have that thought with the purpose of reframing it to what it is that you want. Because what you want is the opposite of what you don't want. Just like when I'm sick, I don't want to be sick. So what's the opposite of that? I want to be well. Really, really simple. So, you know, knowing what you don't want can be really helpful, but focusing on what you don't want is very unhelpful. Okay, so 
Use that material. Use that information of what you don't want simply so that you can get clear on what it is that you do want and then focus your attention more on what you want than on what you don't want. And, you know, I know for me particularly that it can be quite draining initially to be constantly having to think about what I'm thinking and what I'm saying. But what I know to be true is that there is so much power in the words I speak and the thoughts that I have that if I don't invest the time and energy into catching myself saying things that I don't want and reframing it, then it's just going to continue on this cycle and I will continue to look around my life and see the things that I don't want. And I know that's true because that's what's showing up in my life. I know I just have to look around my life to see evidence of that. You know, I don't have to convince myself that that's the truth because I just need to open my eyes and and see my life and go, okay, right. Well, the reason that that's still there is because I'm focusing on what I don't want. All right. So that is the second mistake, focusing more on what you don't want. All right. As I said, use that information only to work out what it is that you want and then focus your attention more on what you want than what you don't want. So be really conscious of your language. All right. Really conscious of your language. Okay, the third mistake, and boy, do I see this one a lot, and I think this is where people struggle the most, is the third mistake is that we're manifesting from fear, worry, and doubt instead of from love, certainty, and courage. You know, Truly, if you are hand on your heart, honest with yourself, you'll be able to absolutely relate to this one. You'll be able to turn around and say, you're so right. I honestly spend more of my time worrying about what I want and being fearful of it and doubting that it's actually going to happen. And that, as you know, when it comes to particularly step number two of the manifesting steps is that those energies, those emotions, those feelings are completely misaligned with that of the person that already has the outcome that you've decided on. You know, I've said this time and time again, and I probably will continue to say this forever, that if you are focusing your energy on fear, worry, and doubt on those types of emotions and you're going to continue to manifest situations that create more fear, worry, and doubt. The person that already has the outcome that you've decided on, okay, the future you, she is not fearful because she has it. She is not worrying about when it's going to show up or if it's going to show up because she already has it. She's not doubting if those physical manifestations are going to come into reality because she has them already. It's so crucial. This is such an important one to really not just understand. Like there's a difference between knowing something and actually living it. And I am totally at a place right now where I'm sick of knowing things. I'm so sick of going, I know, I know, I know, but not actually living from that place anymore. And I can tell myself that it's hard to live from a place of courage and certainty and love and confidence, or I can tell myself it's easy to live from that place. And if I tell myself it's easy to live from that place, then it does become easy to live from that place. You know, and this all comes down to just, you know, being the gatekeeper of your emotions, being the gatekeeper of your thoughts. Really, 
you know, you are the one that creates your thoughts. You create your thoughts. You have control over your thoughts. Your thoughts create those feelings. All right. So your thoughts create those feelings of fear, create those feelings of worry, create those feelings of doubt. So go back to the thoughts that you're having that are creating those. And just understand and know and trust and finally accept that if you are going to continue to operate from a place of fear and constantly worry and doubt whether, you know, what you have decided on is going to come into your reality, then you need to understand that that is exactly what's going to keep happening. That you will, it's like putting your arm out in front of you and just saying, no, I don't want these things to come into my life. You know, it's like you have a thought, you're like, yes, 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 I, I've decided on the outcome. Then you start worrying, you start feeling scared, you start doubting yourself and it's like putting your hand out and just going, stop. No, I don't want those things to come in anymore. And then you go back to, oh, but I really want them. And then the door opens again and then you put your hand back out again when you start worrying. This is such an important mistake and I know you're all doing it because of the amount of comments I get in our community Facebook um, group as well as the feedback I get from people, the messages I get, you know, and because also it's something that I struggle with as well and I know that if I'm struggling with it, others are struggling with this. But this is one of the biggest mistakes is that, you know, we're manifesting from the wrong emotional stance. You know, we've got to shift that energy, got to shift that emotion and spend more time operating from love, certainty and courage. It's so completely true. Okay, it's really, really important. So that's the third mistake I see happening all of the time. Number four. Okay, this is a bit of a tricky one too, I have to say, because this is something that is really, I think when you first start out manifesting, and I know when I first started my journey consciously, you know, 24 days ago, this was a big thing for me. So mistake number four is being too attached to the physical outcome. Let me explain this. And this is a really hard one, I think, to accept. I know that it's so tricky because we are so focused on physically manifesting what we want. We're so focused on the outcome. And it's important, this is an important element, you know, to understand because there is a balance. Okay, there is a balance with this because, yes, we want you to dream. We want you to get clear on what you want. You know, we want you to do those things. We want to physically manifest this amazing reality that lights us up. But we also have to detach from the physical outcome. Because when we're too attached to the physical outcome, we are reliant and delaying our gratification, our joy, our abundance, our happiness, our peace. We're kind of saying, well, not kind of saying, we're literally saying, when I get that physical manifestation, when it arrives in my life, then I will feel X, Y, Z. Then I will be, then I will, you know, feel this sense of joy and peace and I will be happy and be successful and be loving and be calm. You know, when I get this thing, when I have this thing, when I acquire this thing, when I achieve this thing, I will feel that. We're so attached to the outcome. We're waiting for that outcome to arrive in our life. 
for us to feel good. And this is the thing is the way that manifesting really truly works is that you have to feel those things now. You know, we can't delay our joy. We can't delay our certainty. We can't delay our confidence. We can't delay our courage. We can't delay our fear. We can't delay our success. You know, we can't delay feeling those things until that stuff arrives. Because the truth of the matter is, is that that outcome is no guarantee whatsoever that you are going to feel anything. In fact, I promise you, I completely, 100% with confidence assure you that if you do not feel the joy, the abundance, the love, the peace, the confidence, the courage, the gratitude, you know, you know, all of those things now, when that physical manifestation arrives in your life, you are either not going to feel it at all or you're going to feel it and then it's going to fade away. And then you're going to think, oh, I better go on and manifest something else. And you'll just constantly stay on this merry-go-round and go round and round and round and round, you know, trying to acquire and achieve and bring things into your life in the hope of feeling better. And what I know is that what the universe really wants for us is to feel good now. They don't want us to want all these things. They just want us to feel good now, feel happiness, feel joy, feel abundance, feel love, feel peace, feel calm. And that's why, you know, when I see people come into our private Facebook community and they say to me that they want to manifest things like, you know, happiness and joy and calm, I'm like, brilliant. They're the best things to manifest because you can manifest them right now, immediately. You know, you can have those right now. And so it's so important that, yes, create a vision for your life. Work out what you want in your physical life because we're here to have a life experience, okay? We're here to have a life experience. So those things are really important. Do not deny yourself those things. But once you have decided on them, your job is to detach from the outcome. It's to to detach from the physical manifestation and to focus your time and your energy on feeling all of the things that that person is feeling that already has that physical outcome in their life. Really important. And this leads me on to the next manifesting mistake. All right. So mistake number five is thinking that you really want the stuff, okay? Now, we all go into this journey thinking, yes, I want to manifest a car, I want to manifest a successful business, a loving relationship, weight loss, health, all of that sort of stuff. And if you really break it down and ask yourself and unpack the reasons why you want those things, eventually you are going to realize that you want those things because you want to feel a particular way. You don't really want the stuff. You just think the stuff is going to make you feel a particular way. And so you're like, okay, well, I'll manifest the car because that's going to make me feel like X, Y, Z. I'll manifest the business because that's going to make me feel successful. I'll manifest the relationship because that's going to make me feel loved. I'll manifest this because that's going to make me feel happy. Okay, you think you want the stuff, but what you really want is the feeling that you think the stuff is going to give you. 
And that's one of the biggest mistakes we make is that, as I said, you think you really want the stuff. You don't really want the stuff. When you unpack it and you work out and if you just sit down and ask yourself, why do I really want this? And if you work backwards, I promise what you will end up with is a feeling. I want to feel confident. I want to feel happy. I want to feel calm. I want to feel secure. You know, they're all like, they're all values that we have. They're all beliefs that we have. We all want to feel a particular way. That's really what it is that we want. And so when you realize that, when you truly realize that, that, you know, the stuff really is not what you want, that you just want to feel the way you think the stuff is going to make you feel, then you start to free yourself from the outcome. You know, and that is such a gift to give yourself because when you start to realize that you just want to manifest a feeling, then you can actually actually start to work on that and just shift your energy to that straight away because we all have a choice about how we feel. We all have a choice about how we feel and a lot of it starts with what we think, which is what we have complete control over. So when you realize that you don't really want the stuff, that you really just want to feel a particular way then doors start to open really quickly and you can shift immediately. And you know what the beauty is? The way manifesting actually works, because remember, we're here to have life experiences. We're here to, you know, have a physical experience in this universe is that once you start to shift your energy and focus on just feeling differently, feeling better, you know, feeling the emotions that you really want, then the physical manifestations just automatically start showing up in your life. And the bonus is, that you feel better straight away and you detach from the outcome because you're like, well, I feel really good so it doesn't really matter whether that stuff comes in anymore because I'm not really waiting for those things to arrive to feel better. All right, so that is mistake number five, thinking you really want the stuff when really what you want is just the feeling. So start to feel different now. All right. So let's move on to mistake number six. And again, another big one I see all the time. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sharing it with you. And this is doubting your deservedness. Doubting your deservedness. You know, so many of us doubt that we deserve to have whatever it is that we want, to feel a particular way, you know, to have those physical manifestations. We doubt it. We don't believe that we deserve it. And the main reason we don't believe we deserve it is because truly one of the most common, in fact, this is a universal limiting belief, a universal limiting belief, which means that there really aren't that many people on the planet that don't believe this. Okay, and that is the belief that I am not enough. Now, that could be any flavor of I'm not enough. I'm not good enough, skinny enough, um, talented enough, skilled enough, you know, rich enough, um, you know, you name it. You could rattle off any enough. We all have our own flavor of I am not enough. We all experience that, and that really causes us to doubt whether we believe we deserve to have what it is that we want and to feel what it is that we want to feel. And when we operate from this place of not feeling like we deserve it, again, we're really just putting our arm out and saying to those physical manifestations, no, I don't want you. 
I don't want you to come into my life because I don't believe I deserve you. And, you know, that's this is the trick as well. The tricky part with manifesting is because there is somewhat of a lag time between deciding on the outcome that you want, energetically shifting your emotions and, you know, taking some action and then that physical manifestation showing up in our life. Because there is a lag time with that, you know, it really starts to plant seeds of doubt. Like we've got to have that confidence and that certainty. And when it doesn't show up straight away, because, you know, there's a little bit of time, transmutation of energy takes a little bit of time to happen. You know, we start to doubt ourselves. We start to doubt whether we deserve, you know, for this to happen because we don't believe we're good enough, skinny enough, you know, healthy enough, skilled enough, talented enough, rich enough, you know, all of those sorts of things. And we struggle with that. So I so often see people doubting their deservedness. Hold on to your deservedness no matter what. Don't question it. Or if you do question it, shift. Okay, shift and reframe. So if you're saying to yourself, I'm not X, Y, Z enough, you know, just simply say, I am enough. I deserve this. I deserve to have this. I deserve to feel this. So important to just constantly remind yourself of that. It's so, is so important, okay? So doubting your deservedness, it's something I really want you to work on eliminating. And you've got to do that consciously. Okay, so the next mistake. And this one is, again, another tricky one. In fact, very common theme. A lot of them can be tricky. But this is something that I learned from a spiritual teacher, Sonia Choquette, through her course, Creating Your Heart's Desire. And that is that we think we're doing this all alone. We think we're manifesting all by ourselves. Now, we think that we're really just all alone in this and we're not. And Sonia Choquette really introduced me to the teaching of co-creation. We are co-creating with the universe. Okay, so we're working with the universal laws of manifestation and we are really not alone in this. We are never alone in this. We are co-creating with the universe and she has a beautiful way of, of doing, of, of sort of explaining this like it's a dance with the universe. Okay, so, you know, when you're going through the four steps of manifesting, you take a step by deciding on the outcome. Okay, and the universe takes a step with you to start opening up the doors for that physical manifestation to show up in your life. Then you take that step of shifting your energy to that place. Okay, and the universe takes a step with you and you're just dancing back and forth. And I just find this a really lovely way a really, you know, liberating way to experience and to live as well, to really feel like the universe is on my side. The universe always has my back. It wants what is best for me. It wants me to live out my purpose. It wants me to envision and dream and create, and it's going to help and support me. The universe will always help and support me, The problem is, is that we don't always help and support ourselves. It's not that the universe has closed the door on us. We're the one closing the door. The universe, if we're closing the door, the universe is on the other side, banging it down, saying, come on, 
Get behind yourself. Let's do this. You know, you just have to look at nature. I really just think it's so important. You know, we can learn so much from nature. You know, nature's ability to thrive and then to heal and rejuvenate. You just have to look at the different seasons to see how it all flows and works. But even, you know, particularly for us here in Australia, we have really big bushfire seasons here throughout um, throughout summer and it's amazing if you've ever gone into a community that has been ravaged by fire and then to see it, see nature heal and rejuvenate and grow after something like that is just honestly a sign of how much the universe wants to thrive and wants us to thrive and rebuild and and just rise from the ashes, literally. You know, it's doing everything it can. It wants us to do that too. It's just important that we get behind ourselves and just get into the rhythm of dancing with the universe to co-create whatever we want. So you are not doing this alone. The universe has your back. It is on your side. It wants you to succeed. Okay, it is us that really struggles with this. Now, I'm just going to share a really beautiful quote with you. I, I think I've shared this in an earlier episode as well, but I'm going to share the full quote from the book A Return to Love by Marianne Williamson, which is based on the studies of a text called A Course in Miracles, which is a beautiful text. And Marianne's book is beautiful. But here is what she says Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You can substitute the universe in there. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, if you're not religious, you can take out the term God there and substitute in universe, infinite power, intelligence, whatever you want. But I just love that quote because it really just makes me realize really how connected we all are and how much God, infinite intelligence, higher power, the universe wants us to shine you know, it's giving us permission to step into our brilliance, our talent, our fabulousness, and to really just go out into the world and to just, you know, be and do and have whatever it is we want that's going to create the most beautiful life. And it wants that for us. I love that quote. You know, it's sitting on my vision board. It's the screensaver on my laptop. And it just always reminds me that that is what the universe, God, 
wants for me and wants for us. So I share that with you too, okay? You are not doing this alone. And not only is it that the universe wants this for you, but we're all connected to the law of oneness is very specific that we are all one and we are one with God, the universe, infinite power, all of those sorts of things. You know, we're all connected. We're all doing this together, okay? We're all here really to support each other. And so take solace in that, okay? You are not doing this alone. All right, so mistake number eight. Let's move on to this one. And this, you know, is a bit of a flow on from some of the other ones, but I just want to talk very specifically about taking action. And this mistake is that most of us are taking action from a place of scarcity and fear and doubt, Okay, so I talked about in, in mistake number three about manifesting from fear and worry about, you know, really being in that, that energy and that we create from that. Well, I just want to talk specifically about taking action, okay, because we know the law of action. If you want to physically create or manifest something, then you have to do something in the physical world. So you've got to take some sort of physical action. And people get so stuck. We get so stuck with this one because, you know, it's like, what action do I take? And so, so often when we're not working from a place of courage and confidence, we're taking action from a place of scarcity and fear and doubt. And we're doing things from that space. And when we take action from that place, you know, you can, it's very easy to see that we're going to create more things to be fearful about, more things that create us to feel, you know, more lack in our life and more doubt and more certainty. And so we spend so much time, you know, acting from that place. We do things, you know, we get scared and we we take action straight away thinking that that's going to be the answer, that we should quickly do something to fix a situation. And sometimes the best thing we can do is just sit and be and wait for the guidance to come from within. And that's step number three of the manifesting process is to take inspired, and I say imperfect action. Inspired action is action that really comes from listening to your own inner voice, your intuition, and letting it guide you. And when you connect to that, you know that you're acting from a place of courage and confidence and certainty and love, you know, and peace and abundance. You'll feel it because you feel the energy is different. There's no worry. You know, you don't do something and then worry about what the response is going to be. You know, you're not acting you know, really um, uncertainly about things. You know, you don't sit there and, as I said, worry about whether something's going to give you what it is you want. When you're taking inspired action, okay, you are really coming from that beautiful place of just calmness and certainty. And that's so important. It's really, really important. I want you to understand If you are in a space of fear and scarcity and lack and doubt and worry, do not act. Really sit and be and connect with what is the next best step for you to do and then take action. You are better to do nothing, I believe, than to take action from a place of fear. It is so important because if you act from a place of scarcity and fear, then you will just create more things to be scared and fearful of. Really, really important, okay? So just 
really take the time to connect and you connect through silence. So hopefully, you know, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes that you are, you have started to integrate some form of silence or meditation into your daily life because that is where the answers lie. The answers lie within you in the silence. When that little voice whispers to you to tell you to do something, it is right. And that is exactly how the Manifesting Mum came about. I have spent, you know, the last, very much deeply the last 12 months connecting with my intuition and listening to that voice, creating space and quiet for that voice to speak and to be heard. And so when the voice popped in my head and said, become the Manifesting Mum and document your journey, I knew that voice was my intuition speaking and I created based on that. There was no fear. Oh, actually, I lied. There was a, a small moment of fear, but that wasn't intuition. That was my ego coming in. But I, I trusted my intuition enough to push that fear to the side, and then I took action. And you're listening to the result of that. You know, in three weeks, we've I've created something phenomenal just based on that one little voice. Okay, so hone those skills. Your intuition is lying dormant inside of you right now. Create the silence to let it be heard. And then take action from that place. Okay, so that is mistake number eight. All right, so we're getting there. Thank you. Last mistake I want to share with you. Okay, mistake number nine. And this is so important as well to understand is that people are not preparing their environment in readiness for the physical manifestation to show up. All right, not now, not preparing your environment could be your physical environment, your spiritual environment, your mental environment, your emotional environment. People are not preparing their environment. All right? And this is so important. Part of this is a decluttering process, decluttering your physical environment, decluttering your spiritual environment, your emotional environment, your mental environment. You know, clear space. The only way you can allow more to come into your life or different things to come into your life is to get rid of that which no longer serves you. And once you create that space, you create room for your physical manifestations as well as your emotional manifestations to come into fruition. So Get ready for them. This also contributes to certainty as well. Um, And, you know, we had a lovely lady in our private Facebook community share an example of this over the weekend and it was so important and I'm I'm really not going to do her story justice here but um, all I know is that she wanted to I think create some sort of artwork or she wanted to um, renovate some furniture or something like that and so what she did was she started to do things to get ready for that She didn't have the piece of furniture she wanted, so she'd set the intention and the outcome and decided that she wanted to do this, and then she went about preparing her environment, getting things, going and buying the things that she would need to renovate that piece of furniture, and lo and behold, she literally opened up her Facebook, and on the marketplace in Facebook was the exact piece of furniture she wanted for free, and it was only around the corner from where she lived. 
okay, all because she got her physical environment ready and she had complete certainty about it. It is so important. Get yourself ready, okay? What can you do today to create an environment that is going to allow your physical manifestations to come into fruition, It's so, so important. You know, what can you do? And I'm reading, I'm almost finished reading a book by Florence Scovel Shin, which is the complete works of Florence Scovel Shin. All right. So it's quite a few books rolled into one. And this is a huge message that she teaches in this. You know, what can you do now to get yourself ready? Now, she wrote this book over a hundred years ago. It's amazing, you know, that it's, the message is still just so powerful now but she tells some really phenomenal stories and I remember there being one story that she shares about a man who wanted to go um, traveling he wanted to go on a cruise he didn't have the funds for it okay and he wanted to basically manifest this cruise this this trip around the world and so she basically gave him some affirmations to say and and said listen to your intuition to guide you his intuition she calls them hunches he had a hunch to go and buy a travel chest so a big chest that he could take on the ship with him that he could store all of his things in so he went and bought that travel chest with the very little money he had and he just had the travel chest there in his home and within a very short space of time the money appeared out of nowhere and he was actually able to go on his trip all right so he did something in readiness for him to manifest and create what it is that he wanted now she has loads of stories in her book she's she's an amazing storyteller she's got beautiful stories but that is just one example from you know a hundred years ago but there are lots of things that you can do you know just ask yourself what emotions can I get rid of to create space for my joy and my happiness what thoughts can I get rid of to create space for more positive thoughts to come in what physical things can I get rid of in order to create more physical now you know for instance if you are if you're someone that wants to um, you know manifest better health and part of that is that you want to lose weight now obviously you're going to need to keep some clothes that you fit into now but start to get rid of some of the clothes that you know you're not going to need you know, pick and choose some things that maybe you haven't worn in the last 12 months. Create some space in your wardrobe. Okay, do things like that. You know, what things can you do? What things in readiness can you do? Um, you know, and for me, oh, look, I'll share with you, I one of the goals I have, one of the outcomes I've decided on is that I am growing um, the Manifesting Mum Facebook community and I want there to be thousands and thousands of women in this community so one of the things I have done is I have already gone ahead and created little um, images that I have designed myself for some of the key milestones you know thanking you know when we've got 750 members when we've got a thousand members when we've got 2,000 members so I have started to get ready for those amount of people to be in our community and to celebrate that. So they're little things that you can do that start to show your certainty and also start to get your environment ready for your manifestations to show up. Okay, so there's nine of the biggest mistakes I see. So let me just run through and recap them for you now. So 
Mistake number one, not being clear on what you want. Mistake number two, focusing more on what you don't want. Number three, manifesting from fear, worry, and doubt. Number four, being attached to the physical outcome, the physical manifestation. Number five is thinking you really want the stuff. Number six is doubting your deservedness. Number seven is thinking you're manifesting all by yourself. Number eight is taking action from a place of scarcity and fear. And the final mistake I see a lot of is not preparing your environment in readiness for your manifestations. So they're the nine mistakes I see happen so often, you know, the things that I really see people struggling around the most. And hopefully I've been able to share with you some of the things that you can do to start to work on those mistakes and start to create what it is that you want, create the feelings that you want to feel and in turn the physical manifestations as well. All right, my voice held out so well. I'm so so grateful it did as well. It's been great. I've really enjoyed recording this episode for you. I truly hope it reaches those that need to hear this message. If you're not already part of our private Facebook community, please come over and join the Manifesting Mum Facebook community. We'd love to have you there. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, please take some time to rate and review this podcast so that it can gain more visibility and the message can start spreading further and uh, further and wider and to more people. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot wait to connect with you again on the next episode. Have a beautiful day wherever you are. Mwah! Thank you for listening to another episode of the Manifesting Mum podcast. If you found this episode helpful, I'd love you to subscribe, rate and review over on iTunes. See you at the next episode.